Newbury's always held this kind of special, magical, small town Mm -hmm. feeling uh, from childhood into today. I love Newbury now. I love that I'm here. That's Mary Alex Cobb. She's a native of Newbury, a small town less than 50 miles from Columbia. When I was an angsty teen, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, didn't want to live in the small town, didn't. I was like, I'm never coming back. Like many people born in the South, Mary Alex grew up thinking she would leave small town life behind. I graduated from high school in 2007, and so during that period beforehand, downtown was a ghost town, Mm -hmm. and there wasn't really like a real communal space that everyone went to. And so it just felt like there wasn't anything for my age group to do. Special circumstances found her back in Newberry, though. And through that twist of fate, she gained a fresh take on the place she'd known for years. I think this just kind of like overwhelming sense of like, oh, I've stepped back into something special. I've stepped back into something that people really care about and that they they want to preserve and they want to keep. Just that sense of history and an absolute enveloping sense of friendliness. Discover South Carolina presents The Palmetto Porch, a podcast featuring the state's most charming places, some you may not have heard of. I'm Devin Whitmire. All season long, we'll hear locals share their unique experiences and passions and their perspectives on where they live. Lying just off the beaten path, these small town destinations are full of culture, fun, and adventure. Okay, back to Mary Alex. She spoke to me about leaving Newberry, a place where there wasn't much excitement. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to have fun. Afterwards, I'm going to go to a, a city that provides me this experience that I feel like I need. Mm-hmm that's busy and fast. And I'll be the first to tell you, I live in a small town. I love it. I also really love city Mm -hmm. life. I think it's exciting and exhilarating. I love visiting cities, big public transportation snob. Like I'm all about it, but you know that I had absolutely no desire to live in a small town and then went to college and the irony of this, I went to college in due west, South Carolina. You went to Erskine? Erskine? Sig- I almost yes, went to Erskine. I really? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. ended up being just a, a little bit too small school. for me. That is really ironic, though. That's so funny. Yeah, so like teeny tiny school, uh-huh. right? I'm complaining about my small town, but I go to this <laughs> tiny school. But again, I was drawn because of the deep sense of community mm-hmm. there. And I, and I loved it. 600 students, you knew every person's name. Mm-hmm. And I really did appreciate that. But again, I was like, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to go to a big city. Met my husband while I was in school, and we we got married a a couple years after I graduated. But we graduated right into the recession. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, big city dreams are falling apart rapidly because it's hard to get a job anywhere. The economic uncertainty forced the couple to go to Newberry. Mary Alex and her then-fiancé, now-husband, moved in with her parents. No surprise to anyone who lived through that time. But even several months later, the recession didn't show any signs of letting up. And I was like, you know, we're getting to the point where we're going to have to make a decision. Do we want to make this town work for us or do we still want to try to move somewhere else? Mm -hmm. And not long after that, I actually got a job at the city of Newberry working in their parks, recreation and tourism department. And I was in charge of planning the festivals and events that we had here for eight years. And 
because of that, I was forced to really get to know my town Mm -hmm. for the first time, really. And I started exploring the things that were available, and I learned people like the angsty teen version of myself felt the way we felt because we didn't know what we had available to us. And so I kind of made it my mission during my time of employee there. Well, let's take a moment to talk about Newberry in general. You were mentioning the downtown and the revitalization. Mm -hmm. If someone is visiting Newberry for the first time, what are they going to see and experience when they're walking through Yale's downtown district? No matter which way you get off the highway, if you keep going straight and don't even turn, you will end up in our downtown district. It's so convenient yeah. for the driver. But you'll you'll get into downtown. You'll probably park on Main Street or one block off. We have an unbelievable number of parking spaces for our tiny downtown. It's all free. <gasps> That's a dream. Yeah, it's it's great. And you'll you'll probably see some of the brick roads. You may have felt some of them on the way in. They're definitely bumpy. <laughs> um, but honestly, I think the first thing that people really experience when they get out of their car when they get into the downtown area is feeling like they're stepping back in time mm-hmm. in some form or fashion because we we are very lucky to have preserved so many historic buildings from that 1890s period. And then we have additional buildings in that downtown district that go all the way up into mid-century. And then after that, it's kind of like time stopped. We don't have any buildings that are particularly newer than that, except for the occasional like gas station and and things like that. But um, well, and even our actually our hotel downtown, the Hampton Inn, a lot of people mistake it for a very old historic building, but it was constructed in the early 2000s to match the Newberry Opera House. Oh, um, yeah. The Newberry Opera House. It's like the crown jewel of the town. If you look at it in person, tall, beautiful, with brilliant red roofing and the clock tower, it's no wonder residents love the building so much. But in the 90s, the establishment had seen better days. It sounds like there's a lot of energy around revitalization. You mentioned how alive it feels now, and yet you've got that sense of the history of the town. What do you think is driving this revitalization, or who? Well, I I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, the community is doing it. The community recognized in the mid-90s, well, back it up a little bit even more, but before my time, there was a threat to actually demolish the Newberry Opera House, which is our pride and joy jewel, crown jewel of the downtown district now. But it was in horrible, horrible disrepair, and it was becoming dangerous, and so there was this threat to tear it down. And the community stepped in and they were like, not on my watch. We have these homes that we've lovingly restored all over town. We've got to do the same thing with our downtown district. And so the community stepped up and they pushed to save the Opera House and ultimately turn it into the building that it is today. And when the Opera House was nearing completion in that mid to late 90s period, that's when a lot of the businesses started kind of considering, oh, I think you know, maybe we can open there. The Opera House has everything. I mean, and it is a central hub for our community for for certain, but also for our tourism community that comes here. The folks who don't live in Newberry, but they can't seem to get away. <laughs> um, 
But they have everything from rock concert performances to plays to community events, children's dance recitals. It just feels like they're doing so much to keep that fostering of community. That word community just really comes to mind. I know that Newberry has a lot of specific holiday events and traditions that you probably have Mm -hmm. a really unique perspective on being both a resident and somebody who worked on the event side. But for people who have never experienced holidays in the South in general, what are some Mm -hmm. things that kind of stand out that they might expect? As close to a Hallmark Christmas as you can get. And I mean, it really is. It's You're walking into a postcard when you come to Newberry during the holiday season. And, you know, not just the decorations, but even the shop owners and the restaurant owners, I mean, they they get really into it, too. (laughs) And everything is themed and everyone is excited. It's warm. It's cozy. It's inviting. But there's specific nights where there's, like, events surrounding Mm -hmm. everything. But if you're just coming in on, like, a Tuesday, (laughs) uh, you're still going to get the same experience because the decorations are, are done beautifully. Every year, mm-hmm. um, and they really evoke a sense of times past, which is funny because it's all new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they they didn't necessarily exist in the past, but you've got these garlands, and then you get closer into downtown, and we have this giant four piece ornament sculpture that people take pictures in front of. I've seen a lot of people kind of like prop their babies up <laughs> on the ornament for a photo and on a lot of Christmas cards that get sent out. And then you get to this tree and there's these huge pretend presents that are in front of it. Mm-hmm. And those presents were actually made and constructed by volunteers the ultimate photo op everywhere. And then the snow machines are operating and it's this fake snow that blows all over the place and the kids are going bananas and and they attempt to catch it in their mouth and that's when they learn that it's actually like a glorified bubble bath and then they don't want to do that again. (laughs) You know, it's so fun. It's so thrilling. It all sounds like a Hallmark card or one of those TV movies you watch with your family around this time of year. Everyone's wearing sweaters, and the air is filled with people laughing, sharing their joy with one another. And the residents of Newberry really get into the holiday spirit. If you go at night, the lights, I mean, it just, it blows you away, especially if you make it on that night where they flip the switch. There's a few thousand people crammed into this teeny tiny area and count down from 10. And it is so exhilarating to hear this like 10, 9, 8. And then, you know, you get to one and and the switch gets flipped and the lights come on and it's just like suddenly in your eyes and everyone just loses it. You hear the screaming everywhere and the children's choirs that have been invited from our local schools. I mean, it is a testament to what this community is capable of because there's not an outside group that's brought in to do this. It, It is the people that live there and celebrating being here and it is just so cool and so special so what is what is it that's motivating the residents to act this way it feels like the energy in newberry is so collaborative and grassroots people here feel like we've got to make our own thing we've got to have our own thing we've got to show our own thing and over the years of of people volunteering to do things and and showing what the town is capable of, I think just seeing that kind of excellence in what the community can do invites people to continue to pursue that excellence. All of these things that we have now 
are the direct result of people saying, I want to see this happen. Yeah. What do I do to make this happen? And then saying, like, I'm going to see it through. I'm going to participate. I'm going to be involved. So, again, it's the community stepped up. The community made it happen. I wanted Mary Alex to spill the tea and dish about the places in Newberry visitors would enjoy. What are the yeah. names of these places so that they know this is this yeah, is what Mary okay, Alex meant. So, this is where I want to go. Yeah, start your day, end your day, do your midday <laughs> at uh, Genesis Coffee Shop in downtown on Main Street. Lots of house-made syrups and things that you can add to your lattes. Oh, and if you are looking for a nightcap, you're not going to get anything better than Bar Figaro. You That is a Charleston-quality bar in the middle of a small town downtown with multi-million dollar interior facility. There's so much more, too. There's Layla's Place, a local bakery where you can satisfy your sweet tooth. Figaro Market is near the Opera House, where you can pick up freshly made sandwiches. Plus, there's a number of farms in the area selling everything from alpaca yarn to produce. And visitors can wrap up their night at the dining room at Figaro, where the chefs work to provide locally sourced fine dining. Before Mary Alex and I went our separate ways, I wanted to know, what does she think of her hometown now? I think it is unlike anything you can get in any other small town. I I mean, I believe that with my whole heart. Back in 2017, when the total solar eclipse was going over South Carolina, Newberry was on the path. And Mm -hmm. um, there's been this phrase that people have said for decades, and it originated with a show on our local radio station on WKDK. Newberry is the center of the universe, center of the universe. Anywhere you go, you're going to run into somebody from Newberry, which is absolutely true. (laughs) But we kind of leaned into it for the eclipse, you know, come to the center of the universe for the total solar eclipse. And that and everything that goes on behind the Christmas tree and everything else, I think people feel that we have to turn around and showcase our best foot forward. One of the stories Mary Alex told me was about residents setting out luminaries at Christmas time. Everyone sets these paper lights outside their homes, and it creates this lit-up path from the residential area to downtown. It's gorgeous to see at night. My own neighborhood does luminary nights, too. Yep, rain or shine. It's one of my favorite nights of the year. That sense of community really comes through. Everyone pitching in to light up their luminaries and taking shared plates to each other's houses, getting to know people, and sharing that holiday cheer. It was awesome to hear about Newberry residents doing the same thing. And with everything else, the fake bubble snow, the tree in the center of town, Newberry isn't just a destination for a Southern Christmas. It isn't just a scene from a Hallmark card. It's a place where everyone has a part in making the holiday special every year. That's it for this episode of The Palmetto Porch. Thank you to our guest, Mary Alex Kopp. If you like what you heard, share it with a friend or leave a review on your platform of choice. It really helps us get the word out. And to find out more about Newberry or any of the towns featured on our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. The Palmetto Porch is produced by Discover South Carolina in partnership with Pod People. Special thanks to our production team at Pod People, Samantha Durgy, Michael Aquino, and Kim Wong. We'll see you next time. Take care, y'all. <laughs>